I'm, I'm not really sure if that's if I need to be screaming or not. That was one half of one scream. Um, because we in this in this block we encounter um, what well, the fact that we're struggling to make sense of it is um, thematically appropriate because. Even we were slightly puzzled on the politics of this show last time. Now, even more so. Um, it's, mm. They want to have their cake, and also insinuate that the cake. Um, they want to have their cake, and also extraordinarily rendition that cake. Yes, they they want to imply that, that cake may have terrorist sympathies mm. um, because it you know it it once spent time you know around a man named Abdul. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. We'll get to that, I guess. You have the notes. Uh, I think. I think what we have to begin with is, I think, just for just to to go in on something we know we can talk easily about. Kim and the bad dad scenario. <laughs> Um, she's she goes looking for Megan, you know, the the sprog in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does go around as though she's just wandered into silent hills. Like, I'm looking for a little girl. I, I was really expecting her to just pick up a radio, and that radio would start emitting static every time Bad Dad was nearby. Her dad is pyramid head. Yeah, Bad Dad turns out just to be a representation of her own guilt over letting her mum get get like murked at the end of last season. Oh, yeah. Um. And she just runs into Bad Dad at the hospital. Yeah. And he he tells her, don't email my wife. Like, he, he well, as we find out, he ha- he is a, a, an as yet unseen type of wife guy in this show. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says, don't ever come to my house. You know, don't talk to my, don't talk to my wife. Don't, you know, email my daughter, you know, anything. Yeah, no, I will tell the police that you kidnapped my daughter. And who are they going to believe? Me, the guy who beats his wife, and like whose wife will confirm this probably, or you, the white woman whose dad is a cop. Yeah, they. Um... Like, I was like, what? They, they, there's plenty of evidence here for like Kim to just be like, no, <laughs> well, no, no, fuck off. Well, um, she does decide to call Jack, and she's like, "Oh my god, Dad, I'm having the most horrible, no good day. You will not believe it. Nothing you could... will not believe how ridiculous yes. my day is going. Yes, nothing could make it worse." And Jack goes, "Oh, you heard about the nuke then?" And she says, "I heard about I'm what?" <laughs> so Kim is caught up in this thing entirely unrelated. I said, I think maybe a dozen times, entirely unrelated to the nuke. Yeah, just while watching these episodes. Um, and that spurs her to call up Miguel, her Jared Leto-ass-looking boyfriend, who's oh, in yeah. a band. And I screamed at the TV. Who I said, who is this? Who is this? And then screamed, no, no, because I thought it was Rick. Rick the good kidnapper. Yeah, I, and then she goes, hi, Miguel. And I was like, oh, I sat straight back down again, like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he... They uh, they decide that they're going to try and kidnap her from from the hospital. And Megan, they're going to kidnap Megan yeah, to kidnap- get her away from her her bad dad uh, and bad dad Gary. Um, he 
he he tries to book a flight for two to Mexico City. Mm. He, he he is also trying to kidnap his daughter. Yes, from the hospital where she needs to be because she hit her head on a mattress. Yes, she's uh, oh yeah, um, she had a seizure. That's why they had to bring her to the hospital because they took her out of CTU. And she was like, "Oh, she full on had a seizure." Yeah, yeah. Like she's like, "You know what? My head is you know really somewhat." <laughs> you know what you do when someone's having a seizure? You move them heavily. You move them a lot. That's what the medic does. In, in, he picks her up and an just un- moves her. And in I was an unpredictable like, jerking motion. I was like, you. "Why don't you just get a spoon, dude? Why don't you just fucking stick a spoon down the back of her, like, to make sure her tongue doesn't kill her? Why don't you do that? Like, just go the whole hog." Well, um, they then come up with a great plan where, um, so Kim starts to take Megan out of the, out of the hospital. So Miguel, he has to cause a distraction. So he just runs in, grabs a monitor and runs out, (laughs) uh, being chased by the, the assorted hospital mall cops. Um, and how does he evade them? He well, deploys Kim Bauer's signature move. There's an, al- there's an alleyway. And what's in the alleyway? <laughs> a dumpster. And where does he hide? Behind the dumpster. And does it work? Yeah. <laughs> this is how you know that they're a compatible couple. They have... They, 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 they're like, they've got mirror-moved attacks. <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, so they then go and they try and get to their car. And... Bad Dad catches them, and they, there's a little bit of a scuffle. Um, you know, he tackles Miguel, and you know, Miguel. Yeah, Miguel looks really like clumsily tackles him back, and like, uh, and Megan and Kim are screaming, and then like it's just a very clumsy fight, and then out of fucking nowhere, Miguel delivers the most amazing, perfect execution, just phenomenal roundhouse, roundhouse kick. kick. Uh, just directly into Bad Dad Gary's stupid fucking mug. His, he, his it, head fully rotates. It's like his nose ends up on the back of his head, like he's Daffy Duck, who's and he's just been holding a bomb. It's oh, I I have never laughed harder because it was like something out of a comedy film. And then they steal his car. Yeah, then they run off with his car. And then, uh, and should we should we come back to Kim and Miguel later? Because yeah, we've got I feel like they need to, there's like other things that need to be in motion before we can fully explain. Yeah, well, you, you know, just for at that point, well, well, in the interim, just imagine them cruising out of Los Angeles. Just, yeah, which takes famously five minutes. Yeah, Los Angeles is um, something we don't we don't we don't talk about often enough on this podcast is how small. LA is yes, so and how easy it is to drive around. It's just a small village, really. Yeah, you, you are able to see downtown LA on a off in the distance while they're up on the crest of a hill, mm. and then fifteen minutes later they will be downtown. So um, I can only assume that they've, if they've got a hyperloop situation going on. Yeah, like they you can, know, what, like one of those. They're, un- they're driving. They, you know what they're doing? They're using Elon Musk's like death tunnel. Yeah. They're, they just go, they merge off the highway and then drive at 200 miles an hour down a straight, dark tunnel. Hmm. It's not dark, to be fair. It's got RGB lighting. Uh, that will fail instantly. Oh, yeah. No, of yeah. course. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, they, people teleport in this show. They will be 
basically wherever they want to be within about two minutes. It's but it's always off screen. It's yeah, it's, it's always in, off screen to sort of maintain the veneer of it being in real time. Like the way that um, Michael Myers or, or Jason Voorhees, they will walk very slowly, and then the camera will move away from them, and then they will have just yeah, they will have vanished, and they mm. will that now be you know, right behind you. It's that, except it's everyone and it's everywhere. Yeah, like the the real-time thing. You said at one point that they considered dropping the real-time thing for this series. Yes, they did. And they really should have done that because Uh, it's stupid. I think I'm glad that they didn't because it's stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. But like every now and then you'll be watching the show and it will just basically be shot like a normal show, right? Like, And then you'll go, oh, fuck, this is meant to be in real time. Oh, I just remembered. Yeah, it'll, it'll. Oh, well, that doesn't seem like it. It doesn't really feel like it is. Like in a normal show, you know, you'll have one storyline, then you'll cut to the other storylines, and then you'll cut back to the first, and some time has passed, and that's just how it works here. But there is time dilation. It's almost like they're the the weeping angels from Doctor Who, except every time we look at them, they have to move in real time, mm. and every time we're not, they don't. Mm. Uh, anyway, well. Tony goes to um, the white woman horror oh, house. Oh no, we have to talk about this. Is Tony. this is what caused the shouting? A pox on you, Tony Almeida. Because they found that there was a link in the system between a terrorist financier and uh, a and a local businessman who is Razor. Mm. And they go up and they he takes them aside for you know questioning. And Kate's sister is like, "What the fuck, you?" You turned him in. You know, you hired a PI. You got started all this in motion, and uh, well, she's been like, I can't believe you know you distrust him just because he's from somewhere else. And, she's and, like, and no, no, yeah. I just don't like yeah, him. Yeah, and her dad is like, I can't believe you. Yeah, I can't believe you were you know, so distrustful of him. And then his sister goes, Yeah, and I can't believe that you hired a PI. And her dad very quickly just starts going like, Well, who among us? Yeah, well, never mind. Let's move on. He who he who has not hired a PI cast the first allegation of terrorism. I want to say that I this show is very effective propaganda for making me hate America. Well, we get we get to I think really the the high point of that. Um so Razor he's uh, he says I I grew up in Britain. I, in this voice, you know, I grew up in Britain. I'm marrying an American girl, a Protestant. So, if you're going to, if you are going to racial profile me, you know, you should maybe try and get it right. At which point, Tony says, "Oh well, oh well, the Finsbury Park Mosque in London is where all the radical Islamists. They, that's where they recruit everyone it's in the, the West. Yeah, it's most of the people we look at are coming from Europe, yeah. where they've been recruited." In the Kingsbury Park Mosque. And you know where that is? In London. London. Where you sound like you're from, you slag. And Uh, it's like... That line was... That that was cut from the UK broadcast because in the UK, we would recognise that as being fucking abominable. Yeah, and then he says, how's my racial profiling now? Pretty fucking bad, Tony. What do you mean? And then Razor's parents turn up. And no, 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 sorry, I'm going to go off on this for a minute. I need to... I, 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 I curse you, actor who played Tony Almeida. You mean Look up his name. Carlos Bernard. Carlos Bernard. You I mangled that. I curse you for a thousand generations for delivering that line. 
with no protests. What the absolute fuck what? made you think that that was okay? It is, well, it's... I curse the writer who wrote it. I curse the actor who delivered it. I curse everybody involved in this fucking show. Well, as if it remains unclear, as we as an audience, we saw that. We were like, ooh, that's bad. And we thought, are we meant to think that? Yeah, like, because clearly the way that this is supposed to be, supposed to be, uh, is like a sort of backhand to Razor's allegation of like, oh, you're, you're profiling me, but I'm from a white country. And then the hogs go, ah, and then like, which firstly, like, Britain, quite a multicultural nation even then, like, I mean, at least on paper, like, uh, you can't, yeah, it, well, the, it's, it's just not in the Middle East. That's like, yeah. you know, I guess that's the insinuation they're trying to make. And then like the backhand to that is, ah, but lots of people are radicalized in Finsbury Park, which is like, that, and there's like, now how's my racial profiling? Like, I'm, I'm, how's well, my driving sticker? Yeah, so but I'm, like, I'm going to level with you, Tony. It's, um, it's still racial profiling. Yeah, it's even worse because now you're doing like, you're doing racial profiling, but like, uh, if you've ever been in Britain and Muslim, then you must know all of the, all of them slags that bombed the two towers. Yeah. Like, can't, it does my nut in that them slags bombed the two towers. And uh, <sighs> it's awful. That is the worst line I've ever heard in a TV show, apart from Palmer um, doing oh. his like. What? Uh, I oh, I, I fucking don't make, get me fucking well, started well, on Palmer this episode well, either because well, fucking hell. We've, we've got to launch into um, like Razor's parents. They then turn up. And they're like, hey, we're here for the wedding. And they're like, he is being questioned by CTU. CTU, CTU turn up. And again, we, we're going we're gonna to rack this up every time. They say, hey, we're CTU. And everyone there is like, who? Huh? Uh, is it his, um, his parents turn up like, hey, we're here for the wedding. And they say, he's being questioned by CTU. And they're like, hmm? Like, yes, we think yeah, they think that he's a, 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 yeah, they think that he's a big terrorist. And, and they're like, his mom. No, his dad goes, how dare you? You see a brown man and assume that he is a terrorist in your land of freedom. Which, go off, dad. Like, absolutely fucking get him, right? And especially to this fucking woman who has started it all because she just don't like him. This woman would be, she would fucking love like going on nextdoor.com. You can't see, but I'm actually gritting my teeth. Yeah, she would go on Nextdoor and would uh, always post about um, suspicious people who are just, you know, the the um, the Indian neighbours that she never learned the names of, but can never. She said, yeah, I've seen you every day for the last few years, but I can't be sure if it's you or some strangers because, you know. Um, I hate this but, but whole storyline. But his mum then actually takes off her headscarf. Yeah, She's so shocked. she takes it off. And doesn't actually put it back on. And I, I made Sam rewind because you, you were looking down. Yeah, and I, was, I, was, I went, yeah. what? What? Like, that's so... Ah. Now, I, don't, like, I, don't know hu- then, like, I don't know a huge amount about Islam, but I, I, I know that that is one of the things. One of the things you do not do. As like, uh, it's so and it's so casually offensive because like what it is 
is, uh, I mean, I mean, the, uh, like I, uh, I should say, I'm, I'm not religious really at all. I'm very, I'm pretty agnostic, but I have Muslim friends, and something that I'm fairly confident you're not supposed to really ever do is just remove your headscarf. Or, like, or at the very least, if you are, if you are doing like, it, you don't remove your head covering because you're stressed. Yeah, like that. Let, let's see if, if anyone. I, if I anyone, if anyone does. If anyone it. wants to correct me on this, I, I'm. I'm. Uh, please, please do. Right, but like, um, like she just takes off her hijab. But there is a um. There was a kind of almost like will they won't they terrorism thing. Uh, which we were fairly nervous about until, um, well, it turns out that yeah, Razor starts telling Tony, "Yes, okay, I, I didn't, I didn't make, I didn't make the transactions. I just authorized ones that I was told to make." And they're like, "Well, then, who are you protecting? Who are you protecting?" And he said, "I, oh, I, and it I didn't want him to get in trouble." And it turns out the person that he was doing the transfers for was his. You know, his bride to be's dad. Yeah, wedding it's dad. It's the white woman's dad. Wedding dad. So we have. You his know how wedding. we said he was a contender for bad dad. Yeah, we've got. Bad, uh, we may have. Like we've got. Well, we we've got pusher kid dad. Yeah, we've He's, got we've got pusher kid dad. But now we have potentially nuclear bomb dad. Hmm. Terrorism so, dad. Yeah, terrorism. Like, the 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 stakes have been have been hotting up. Hmm. Um, in the bad dad contest, we now have a clear leader. Allegedly, yes. he's not yet been accused. However, this, well, well they, they, this, they, they they bring Razor and um, well, they they bring Razor and they bring uh, Bob, who is the wedding bad dad, back to CTU for questioning. There, there does almost seem to be a, um, a perfect moment where it almost seems like, as they're arresting Bob, they're about to go now, uh, wedding bad dad. You ever spent any time in London? Yeah, you you ever been to Finsbury Park, yeah. you motherfucker? Can't help but notice that you speak English. Yeah, can't help but notice that mm. you've you you fly around a lot around the world. Oh, but also I want to say that it's a bit confusing, but I'm pretty confident in saying that Razor is supposed to be Bob's accountant. Yeah, well, he he's a businessman, and I think he also does some work for. For wedding dad. Yeah. So, hello, hello, cops. Right. Um, yeah, they're, anyway, they're, they're trying to get us for hate crime. Yeah. Um. Because we hate crime. We do. Um. So, Bob, basically, I want to make the point that if Razor is Bob's accountant and he's transferring Bob's money, which he's confirming Bob's transactions, the PI who was hired, who kicked up all this stink, would have known this because it's Bob's money being transferred, surely. So they just went, oh, yeah, yeah, this, this, this lad confirmed it, or, so he must be the terrorist. Unless, unless, unless Bob... like, And they just didn't look into yeah, Bob un, un, until... Unless, unless Bob funneled the money to Razor and got Razor to then wire it on no, his... No, because it says it's a confir he confirmed it. Yeah, he didn't, but, like, but, but, send but, it. But to be fair... I have no idea what confirming. I don't know what that means. If I wanted to be an accountant, you know what I'd do? I was about to say study accountancy, but more accurately, I'd walk into the ocean. Yeah. So, yeah, does anyone, can anyone, anyone in the crowd here, I'm addressing like your kitchen. Yeah, we Can anyone, crowd. is anyone an accountant here? Can anyone confirm what 
whether they would have known if it was Bob's money or not, because it feels an awful lot like big racisms. Um, although it, it is still plausible that a PI and a counterterrorism thing would be blinded by some. Oh, yeah. But uh, so Kate, um, the white woman, um, she ends up like, trying to poke into her dad's business and she gets someone from the, P, uh, the PI company to, uh, to like, crack into his account so they, so they can have a look at um, what's going on in there. And they find a bunch of auto-deleting files and they're able to save some of the like scrambled encrypted data, which the PI using his Is he a PI or is he an is he an augmented is he an augmented super sleuth mm, with, because, a with a tech with a technological cyborg mind brain? Yeah, because he's able to read these encrypted if you've ever had a file corrupt in Microsoft Word, or, or not even that, right? It's windings. He's looking at a page of windings. If you, if and he's you, able to go, wow, this is a a location. So if you try and open um, a, a ping in Notepad, uh, like that kind of, you know, mm. and it's like, hey, that's a that's an address. That's a physical address. So, uh, no, it's not. So that's they, a picture of a little bird. It's, just, it's like Tank and Apoc from the Matrix. He can't jack in, so he's learned to read the code. Uh, and like, wow, we should head outside. And they head outside, at which point they are then ambushed and thrown into a mystery machine by... Uh, well, they they look kind of like um, side characters from Parks and Rec. Like they they kind of look like a fishing lodge. They're they're just two dudes. They're like they're like the neighborhood watch. They're um. They they themselves might be bad dads. Mm, they could be. They have very. Oh, we could have some more contenders. At this point, we don't know who they are. Yeah, we have, they have very dad energy. Mm. Um, but I think to be to be a bad dad, you've got to be. I think you've got to be bad specifically in the remit of your role as a dad. Mm. So, like, um, if it turns out that the... If it turns out that Bob is terrorism dad, then he would have his, tried to pin the blame on his son-in-law to be and... And do a new... Fucked up their wedding and nuke Los Angeles, effectively ruining their wedding day. Yeah, no, I'm going to be honest. If I was in a city that got nuked on my wedding day... Um, well, I think I'd probably style it off, and I'd just say, "And now, how is that for a gender reveal? We're mm. pregnant." <laughs> California wildfire. Yeah. Suck my fucking nuts. What, what, what are you expecting? Well, it's uh, congratulations. It is death, destroyer of worlds. And <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and uh, Tony, he he interrogates bad wedding dad. And it turns out Bad Wedding Dad is a CIA contractor. Okay. So, in the end, folks... So we don't know. Perhaps they keep playing off, will they, won't they, with is Razor the bad guy or is because he went to Finsbury Park once. Not even. He's just from Britain. They don't even say that he's from London. Yeah, he's just from Britain. So therefore, he must have visited Finsbury Park Mosque. And even then, like... He must know the specific people who recruit for terrorism there, apparently. It's so bad. I mean, I there are a few bars that I hang around in. And every now and then, at one of the bars, um, I'll find out that... Uh, or that there was a, this one corner shop that was being used as a front for selling drugs. Mm. And I would go to that corner shop fairly often, and I... Didn't hear a fucking word of it. I felt like they'd been hiding it from me specifically. Mm. So 
Now, I don't want to besmirch the man, but Razor does absolutely seem kind of like a Dweebius Maximus. Oh, yes, absolutely. He does kind of seem like a dork. He's far too much of a dingus to be into terrorism. Yeah. Um, he would... If, if, I, if they will stop me, if, if they will try and keep, you know, the, the good heroin from me, I'm certain they'll try and keep, you know, the good terrorism from him. Hmm. Well, uh, well, Palmer, we've got to do... Palmer has a meeting with the ambassador of... Um, well, I, right now I've put who's to say Vania. Mm. Um, oh god this you're trying to drive me insane oh absolutely with the, with the way that we are doing this in order palmer i want to say um I, I, actually i'll hold this I'm, I'm doing i'm doing this so we can also ramp down with you know some good jack so ba- I some good jack bauer just going fucking insane so i don't have an aneurysm yeah. and, then, and then we'll end with the kim stuff which is the meat mm. for once like the Kim stuff rules. Yeah. Um, but yes, please continue, because I can't... So um, the ambassador was saying, well, we'd like to fight second wave. And um, the, and President Palmer was like, yes, the second the, the resurgence of Scar is... No, I've decided they, they say we, we've arrested several of the second four. wave people. Found- yeah, and I was like, ah, we've arrested, uh, arrested some Guardian columnists. Yes. Um, um, I've decided that second wave are actually it's the second wave of Scar. Ah, okay. So, but, uh, second wave, in case people don't remember, is the name of the terrorist organization uh, that is planning to uh, do the nuke. The second wave of what? Say it with me. Who's to say? Mm. Um, Make it up as you go along. Yeah. Uh, play along at home. Mm. Uh, and they say, ooh, you know, we, we don't have your resources or your intel. If you could say, share our resources or intel, that would really help. Yeah, and we will, sh- we will share our intelligence assets with you. Um, we can, we, what the prime minister of this, of this country says is, hey, we don't have your empire's worth of surveillance tech, and you are threatening to kill us all if we don't stop this threat. We very clearly have a vested interest in making in helping you from to find these guys. There is no reason for us to want to not find these guys. And uh, the president's army men are all like, "Well, you can't give you can't you can't you shouldn't give them intelligence well, because he, what if what if they're all you know crime terrorists?" Yeah, he's like, "What if you know our government really doesn't want to be involved in this?" Like we don't want to seem like we're on the side of second wave. We we clearly are not. By the way, we very clearly are not. This we we want. We don't want to be war crimed. Please don't war crime us. We'll do anything. So Palmer, we'll give you our intelligence assets. Yeah, so Palmer agrees to share intel. Yeah, and he's like, well, I think that went well. And um, then the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme starts playing as the ambassador's helicopter crashes. No, no, no. We've not even gone. We've not even touched on the shit that Palmer does because Palmer clearly is considering not giving them the intelligence oh, assets. You know, he, yeah, he, he, it's, it's a real People dilemma People keep for him. saying, don't give them the intelligence assets because we have agents in their country. And they might do the rightly very funny thing of telling people who the agents are, which... Oh, fucking... I hate this shit because it's just like... This this storyline is Palmer threatening to war crime civilians and then going and then when the country goes, 
please don't kill our civilians. Please, we're trying to help. Please, we're very clearly not involved. Help us help you. We're trying to do everything we possibly can. Please stop. We don't want to be bombed. Palmer and his advisors go... I'm not sure. I will have no choice, is what Palmer says. I will have no choice but to kill you all. Oh, no, the, the, amb- and- no, the ambassador even says, like, we understand you'll have no choice, which is, I mean, you're, you're really taking a long walk for that. Like, you're really sort of kissing the, like, kissing the ring with that one. It's uh, so fucked. But like, you know, he, in, the, also, in the end, he, he goes against his military advisors and shares the intel, and they're all very, they're all very miffed. Only one way, though. He shares the intelligence. He says it's a one-way dialogue. So they get somewhere a stone's intelligence, but they don't get America's yeah, intelligence. Yeah, they, they, yeah, so they, they, they have they, nothing they, to act on. Yeah, they only get the intelligence that America chooses to give them. They have nothing to act on. If America knows where these camps are, these second-wave camps then the the country in which they are in cannot act because they don't know where they are. They're not told anything. It's fucked. It's so fucked because that would be the thing that they could do to prove that they are not on the side of these people. Like, it's so bad. And then, and, and also, I want to say at this point that the actor who plays um, Palmer says that he helped pave the way in the country's mind for Obama. And you know how I mentioned earlier that he's proto-Obama? Like, before Obama was really, like, uh, like a a big force in American politics? Yeah, Obama was still, um, at this point... He was a restaurant critic, I believe. Yeah, he was a state senator. He was 18 months away from making his big speech at the Democratic National Convention in 2004 that brought him onto the national stage. Yes. I read 538 for fun. Oh, you poor boy. Oh, yeah, that, that, um, that, that's why when I saw that, like, 93% chance of, of that bomb going off, I was like, well, that's, you know, there's no chance of that happening then. Mm. Yeah, because I, 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 love, I love spending months being told prob- probabilities um, and then just deciding that actually probably what I reckon is more likely. Mm. Yeah, I'm very bad at reading things. Um, so... Yeah, he the actor that play uh, the, 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 the actor who plays Palmer, uh, Dennis Haysbert, mm, claimed that he paved the way for Obama. And you know what? Yeah, he really fucking did, didn't he? You know, you know who you know. He really primed America for the nation's first liberal. I can't even say first liberal war criminal because. I'm sure there have been others. Uh, the, the nation's the nation's first black disappointment. It just it, he is Obama before Obama's time because he just he will kill civilians. He loves it. Is that liable? Can I say that? Um, I think what you're worrying about is that Obama might listen to our podcast. I, I yeah, no. I, if you do, uh, hey Michelle, they're talking about me on the. If you do oh, on the on the twenty four podcast, fuck you. Um, I, I, I've got this. I've got this horrifying feeling that now as we've made it inevitable that Obama just, is going to listen to our podcast. I think Obama is going to be his pick for the summer. I I allegedly, I have to. Say, we do not endorse the uh, allegedly. 
Obama likes to do drone strikes. There we go. I think that means that we're covered. Yeah. Well, um, so well, moving on from um, you know minor terrorist threats, we move on to the greatest threat of all. <laughs> I am not. I am not making a terrorist threat of any kind against Mr. Obama or his family. Yeah. So uh, moving on, we move on to the greatest threat um, a man can face. Um, as Palmer, he goes back into his uh oh bunker. Mm. To find his wife. His ex-wife has reappeared. She will spend the next few episodes being extremely just sort of, oh, David, you, oh, David, 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 I'm going to be very manipulative. And he's like, hmm, okay. And everyone else is going to go, do you think she's going to try and manipulate you? And he's like, I think, we've, I think we're probably in the clear for now. I, I uh, so she says that there are people inside of his government manip- sort of, uh, acting against him, trying to manipulate him and organize against him. And uh, these are you know, the assorted military people, which would explain why uh, the helicopter crashed if they, if, if they want to provoke um, a more aggressive response, then that would be it. So she's, she's poking around trying to work out um, Sort of who's doing what, so he gives her temporary clearance. Uh, and one of the things that she does is remember that journalist from earlier that kind of started to twig that something might be up. They've just kept him in a room this morning. <laughs> They're just playing bully with him. Um, it's it really it really do be like uh, like some administrations. Eh? Yeah, they they were just like we like, we're, we're gonna you know, just keep him in this room for like another three hours. Uh, and then they send Sherry in to try and negotiate, and I, I, they, you know, to get him to basically, she, she says, "Take the deal," over and over until he agrees to take a deal. It's like Tony Almeida's, um oh, his interrogation, interrogation yeah. technique, which is just to go, "Yes, you did," and then Razor will go, "No, I didn't," it's, and he says, "Yes, you did." It's over like and it's over like again. Um, duck season, rabbit season. It's like um, innocent season, terrorist season, innocent season, terrorist season. And then Tony Almeida says innocent season. And then Razor says terrorist season. And then bang, he's got him. Yeah. It is. Oh, fuck me, this show. Um, but yeah, and uh, Sherry tells Palmer that like the military are being evacuated from LA. And he's like, yes, well, I, of course I know this. And he goes into the next room and he just says to his advisors, why did I not know about this? And Everyone very apologetically said, oh, oh, we sorry, we just figured that, you know, we, and they, they, um, they reversed the order. So Palmer is only semi in charge. There's, you know, the, the, there are people maneuvering um, around in his organization. And yes, yeah, I scrolled down because that's mostly. There's very little to write down mm. beyond they continue to, to investigate and things seem to be mysterious. Uh, and his chief of staff, uh, you said it looks like every single uh, one of his facial features has just eaten a lemon. <laughs> his face, it's like, you know, like aliens who have eyes on stalks. Oh, yeah. He's like one of those guys was caught with a vacuum cleaner inside his head. <laughs> um, yeah, he's... Uh, so his eyes are in... Inverted into his head, like you know the Simpsons guys who are like sucking the lemons. Imagine yeah. if every single one of his facial features is yeah. doing that. You know, like those, very... those, those images of when um, people have replaced Trump's eyes with just other little copies of his mouth. Yes, 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 yes. Um, well, we right now we're in 
Now, Jesse is all, already starting to perk up because now we're, talk- we're back to talking about Nina, baby. Nina, who we found out last time, uh, she gave, she helped bomb CTU. Uh, they walk just for money. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> so she worked with the crime friends before she was put down in prison. They they, they give her like the had the Hannibal Lecter walk through CTU, mm. where she's like got her legs chained together, and you know she's sort of looking around at people, and as, as they look at her, and then trying to very pointedly look away as if mm. she has power over them. It's like, oh, it's dramatic. She's entered her Cruella arc. Yes. Um, She's well. Mason says to Jack, "Go to division." And uh, Bauer, he says, "He says no because you know damn well I don't know where division is because it doesn't exist." Yeah, no one's ever told me where division is. No one has actually successfully gone to division in this entire show. Nobody's ever said anything about division. Division is one guy, uh, and this is when we realized that uh, everything that's happening is specifically to try and push Jack Bauer closer and closer. To being in you know a state where he can rampage. Like yeah, no, can... I said. I, I, did I mention this in the last one? I, yeah, my yeah, personal did, yeah. theory is that um, David Palmer has kept up CTU as a as a as an, a vehicle for inducing Bauer related rampages to get things done. Yeah, so um, we think Mason's on board with it at this point because he's that's why he's like, um, uh, go to division. And he's like, I can't. And he's like, well, I guess you got to come here. <laughs> yeah, uh, and. You see, it's like it's like Bauer's almost going supersonic, but instead of like collecting chaos emeralds, he's connecting. He's collecting personal trauma. Yeah, and he like looks around at Nina's security camera footage, and then she looks at the camera at the exact moment he looks at the monitor. But then and it's like, but then he, oh fuck, that looks spooky. But, but then and he, then he looks away, and his face is doing like a it, jig. It's twitching with apoplexy. Um, but then I think every now and then you can see in the background she looks at the camera every few seconds as if. She doesn't know when he's going to be yeah, looking. Yeah, she has no idea yeah. when he's going to be looking. But she knows he's going to be looking probably for longer than 10 seconds. Yeah. So if she just glances up at the camera now and then, he, he she'll be she'll really freak him out. It's like, it's like if you sit in a chair right by a door, and, and as someone comes in, you turn around and say, I've been expecting you. And they think you've just sat down, but really you've been there for two hours. Yeah, you've been doing the turning around going, yeah. I've been expecting you every 20 seconds just in case. Yeah. You know. Um, and... So Nina says, I'll tell you everything. I'll tell you everyone I work with, but I want a pardon. I want a full pardon. And, um, well, they don't give her, they don't give her a pardon. Um, Palmer gives Nina a shadow asylum. With, yeah, I and, said... And, uh, Jack says, that sounds like a pardon. And, and I went, no, that sounds like a Jaeger from Pacific Rim. Yeah, so I, th- I think shadow asylum was, that was the one with three arms, wasn't mm. it? And... Uh, and yeah, that he's Jack is almost purple. <laughs> he's so mad. Like, because <laughs> I love the way that Palmer gives him this bullshit term. It's kind of like a that's a that sounds like a made up word. And then and then to try and like make him like relax a bit, and Jack goes instantly. That's a pardon. That is. Yeah, yeah, and Palmer, yeah, and Palmer just goes, yeah, yeah, you got me. Um, uh, oh, but then he also finds that. Um, he, he, he also finds Mason's meds. He's left in the in the bathroom, and so he knows that at this point that um, Swede Mason has um, he heroically inhaled all of the plutonium. Um, so right now, Jack's the only one that really knows. Mm. But uh, well, now you may um, Jesse. Let's play a memory game. Mm-hmm. So uh, at this point, it's about um, 
So it's around noon, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack has interrogated uh, a witness earlier tonight. He was the, earlier today, he was the nonce. How did mm-hmm. that go? Shot him. Um, did he ask him any questions? No. Before? And did he apologize or did he then behead the body? No, he, he said, get me a hacksaw. Okay, so um, Mason then is like, well, you know what? I think Jack's probably good to do the Nina interrogation. <laughs> this woman who killed his wife? Yeah. I, um, he says, last time I let you interrogate, I don't know if you remember, but last time I let you interrogate someone, you shot them. And I'm just sitting there sort of, you know, like, put, putting pizza in my mouth. And I'm just like, oh yeah, he did do that, didn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, he loves to do that. Yeah, I, I, I was saying it about as casually as Mason was. Um, and... Basically, he's like, I'm not going to do that. And Jack goes, come on. And he's like, no, all right. <laughs> come on. I don't know where to go to go to division. Yeah. So he goes in and Nina's like, hmm, I sent you in here to make you think, to make me think that you're going to try and hurt me. But if you put a hand on me, you'll be taken off the case. Uh, so he choke slams her into yes. the wall. Uh, and like, <laughs> yeah, you can just hear her like choking out the word like yellow, yeah. yellow, <laughs> red, red. Um, and then he immediately goes, oh, sorry. And like, yeah, he, he leaves. He, the- yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he leaves. And George is like, I can't believe you lost control. And he's like, no, actually, I was in control. And I was only pretending to lose control. Now she'll think I've lost control. I'm like, okay. Mm. Um, and he's like, you've got to send me back in there. because." And he does it in like this most like, I am an emotionless robot. Yeah. Look, I don't care about Nina. Look how rattled she is. Nina's rattled, sir. Nina. <laughs> Nina is mad online. Mm. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, look, I can go back in there. Like, I, I can I, show her pig poop balls. Yeah. I can do everything. Look how rattled she is. She'll uh, block me instantly. I, I will call her Mina Nyers. <laughs> uh, I will I will make her click that gif, and it turns out to, to be that, that little action figure uh, of Wolverine dropping a, dropping a tissue, and he's got a big dong. I'll, I'll do the thing where, like, it's it's the loading bar. It's a gif of a loading bar, but it just loads forever. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, advanced will, interrogation. Uh, he will wait until she makes a screenshot, uh, until she makes a typo, and then he will screenshot it, post it in the group chat, and then everyone will say this MF said, and then whatever the typo was, oh. and then she'll leave the group chat. It, but um, he he does something less crazy than that, which is he just walks back in and just starts shooting the fuck out of the wall behind her. Oh yeah, he fires one shot on the left side of her head, then one side shot on the right side of her head, which and then above the the, the long horizontal light makes it look like the wall has now but like it's like two eyes and a mouth in an incredibly mm. nonplussed. Um, and then what he does is he puts the gun to her head and does the signature Jack Bauer threatened move of cocking the hammer back on his gun, which means that he has fired two shots. And then decocked his weapon to condition two, and then put it back up to Nina's head and cocked it again. And then when she's like, I'll talk, he then... Yeah, he decocks the weapon again. But we do see that he has to decock the weapon by pulling the trigger, which he does. So he he, he pulls, I, at least I think, he pulls the trigger with his thumb on the hammer. And then like, but he does this with his gun to Nina's temple. And well, she ends up wanting a flight to Vesalia, which is not a fictional European country, but is a town inland in California. Mm, about we half- had to look this up. Yeah, it's about halfway between LA and San Francisco. Mm. Um, so they get in a big van and they go on a, a nice little car ride. Mm. They um, get in a, bit, a fancy jet. Well, well before, they, before they do, there's a CTU guy 
who's there to make sure Jack doesn't kill Nina um, as soon as as soon as she locates the oh, bomb. And, yeah, as, soon, does, as, soon as, as soon as she locates the bomb, then she's pardoned. Nina does like absolutely no. She does like alpha shit. She like ta- is talking to him like. Now, come on, Terry from the office. You know that you're here to stop Jack from killing me, but what can you really do? He's Jack. He's Jack, he'll, and you're Terry from the office. He'll turn you into jam. <laughs> you're, you're, he's probably thinking, he's, he's probably thinking, I'll, you know, this, killing her and going to prison for life after my pardon takes effect. That, that's probably a good deal. This, that's this, worth it. But maybe he's not thinking about his daughter. Oh, come on, come on, Terry. You know, but this time tomorrow, your kids will call him dad. Yeah. Terry, Terry, Terry. Ter- why are you asleep? Terry, what, what was in that bottle of water you were drinking? Oh, yeah. God. Yes, ter- yeah, Terry, and, Terry and Nina have been sweating profusely, and Terry's been drinking water, and Jack has just drugged him. And he's, he's fallen asleep. They mm. get to the airport. They get out. The guy who's about to get him onto the airport is like, "Wasn't there another guy?" And Jack says, "I he, I drugged him, and he's asleep in the he's asleep in the van." And that guy's like, "Huh, well, you know, fair dues, yeah." Well, you're in charge now, yeah. then, Jack. Yeah. Uh, and Nina goes, "Oh fuck!" I know. Nina goes, which has in the subtitles, "incredulous sigh." Hmm. Um, so they get onto the the plane, which when we see flying, turns out to be Thunderbird Four. Yeah, like- it looks like Thunderbird Four. It's a very obvious miniature. Mm. Um, that they're dangling on a string. Um, oh. It's great. I, I love it. And, um, they, so they, and they fly to Vesalia, and they meet their contact in this like thrift shop. Uh, and she goes and you know they she has a little bug on her, and they go in and talk. But they after a while they they lose connection, and they think that um, it's possible that she might have bolted. And then cue that one gif of the incredibly clumsy SWAT team. Yeah, no, there's there's a guy who abseils through like a meter hole in the ceiling, but he does it literally like that SWAT team. It's gif it's so jerky. where the guy falls down. Yeah, he he like falls two meters and then like stops and then another two meters and stops. Uh, yeah, and then there's another guy smashing a vase and another guy crashing through a wall. Um, they ram their way in with a van. They do the signature Bauer move. Yeah, you know, Bauer was like, hang on, I've got a plan. <laughs> ah, I'm rampage mode. Yeah, oh yeah, that's how you know Bauer. He's not getting away from me. That's how you know Bauer is like, he's Perry, like, he's Perry rampage. Mm. Um, and yeah, she runs off and Jack catches her, you know, way up at the top of some stairs. Mm. Uh, and very, you know, very, very in a, what was a, a learning moment for Jack, he didn't then execute her. Yeah, he puts the gun to the back of her head. While and she's you can surrendering? He's thinking about it. Yeah, she, she surrenders, walks back down the stairs backwards, interlocks her fingers on the back of her head, and then Jack puts the gun to the fingers and he's like, his, his face is doing a jig again, and it, I was pretty certain he was going to shoot her, but then he doesn't. So they bring, um, they bring Nina, and Nina speaks Arabic. Um, they bring her and Fahim, her contact, who, uh, who set everything up, because she knows that you know, two years ago, so six months before you know, um, season one, she knew that something big was going down, but didn't know exactly what. So she reckons that you know, this guy that she knew something big was involved with would be involved. And she's on the plane, basically starts lying to him, being like, hey, I... I oh, yeah, she deploys a Palmer-esque strategy. Yeah, yeah she, she just starts making stuff up, saying that, like, the US forces are moving in on your village, and I, but I have the power to stop them. The US forces are, like, 
kidnapping your family. They've taken your cousins. Now, consider he said, at he, this yeah, time he said, I'm not what a- that means. That means we're taking your wife, your children, your family, we're taking them all to Guantanamo Bay to be tortured. Yeah, so he, he goes from, I don't care about dying, to he then, you know... He tells her everything. Yeah, but he, you know, she, he leans in really close so she hears it. Uh, at what point, the uh, a bit of ceramic from the thrift store that she had hidden away in her hand, she then just cuts his throat with it. So now she's the only one that knows anything and is gloating about how now she'll, you know, when they land, she'll start to help them. But she wants a plane to Sao Paulo, and now no one's going to be able to, you know, to touch her. So, ah, ha, ha. And then um, the plane gets hit with a missile. Well, we, is, okay, the plane explodes. Yeah, like there, there's a, there's a, a bang. Mm. And um, the plane starts going down. Which is, oh, that's weird. Didn't the ambassador's helicopter go down shortly recently as well? well oh, well, um, I, I was thinking it'd be connected to um, the mystery UPS truck filled with Arabs. Ah, oh, yeah. Where we could see them driving around and they get a flat tyre. Yeah, and, we have no idea. This is the new mystery machine gang. Yeah, they, they, get, they get a flat tyre. And it's they're um, speaking entirely in Arabic, but like not, it's not translated yeah. in the subtitles. So, oh, it's a, a little bit is. Um, but then this this uh, giant New Jersey guy, he changes their tire, and yeah, and that. And he says, "Forget about it." A lot. Hey, hey, what you gonna do? And they uh, um, they end up getting to you know, wherever the zone is, and the driver's like, "Oh, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna have to kill anyone." And at which point the uh, the sort of ringleader of the group, who's in the driver, who's in the passenger seat. Uh, he goes all sniper elite and just goes for like five different testicle shots uh, on the chap. Mm. Who then, you know, the, the deer. They both shoot each other. Yeah, yeah, you know, the deer sister sketch. He then just shoots him as he falls out of the. Truck. This is known in airsoft as a 50 50. Yeah, where mm. you both shoot each other at the exact same time. It's, and mm, it's too close to call. Well, actually, no, this, so, isn't, this isn't even at the same time. So he shoots him like five times in the nards, mm. gets out, walks around the van opens the door, at which point the guy falls out and shoots him in the chest with a big old gun. Mm. I think this is what we could declare a 50-50, though. They're yeah. both dead. It's a, it's, it's a de- I call it a dear sister, and mm. what you say. Uh, and then there's just one guy left who's kind of just hanging out like a... Yeah, just one guy who was in the back who's suddenly been promoted to leader of... He's been promoted to Fred. Yes. So, um... <laughs> Christ. It, t- it took me a second to get the mystery machine joke there. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that so while Nina's you know only steps away from inciting a fashion riot in full girl boss mode, mm. yeah, um, I think I think he might have. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Coming up. Yeah, we'll see. I don't really know but, what's going on apart from what I do know is that Kim is in a spot of fucking bother again. So Kim and Miguel and Megan having a little nap in the back seat. Uh, they're driving. They're driving bad dad. Bad They're dad. driving Bad Dad's sports car out of LA. Uh, at which point, we they get pulled over by what can only be—I can only uh, can describe them as being Sergeant G. W. Pepper of the Louisiana State Police. Yeah, he's uh, he's. Yeah. Oh, I saw him and boy. I went. I saw him and I went. Oh, I know what you're thinking, and I know you know what I'm thinking. It's it's that dude. It's it's, it's the hog cop. Yeah, and. There and he, he says, "Oh, it's, it's this is my boss's car," and he's like, "So I don't know where you're, my, I don't know, I don't know where you keep his license and registration." 
And he's like, oh, yeah, fine. You know, that's his yeah, daughter. Yeah, whatever, whatever. get out of here, you crazy kids. Wow. Why is there blood coming out of the boot? And then he opens the boot, and and who is in it but Mrs. Bad Dad. Yeah, she's dead. This is the new avenue of wife guy. Yeah. Don't email my wife. Because she's dead. Yes. It's very disrespectful if, to email my dead if, wife. If I can't email her, no, no one, one can. can. So they get arrested for murder. And, Understandably. And I cannot stress enough. If there was no nuclear bomb today, Kim would still have been arrested for murder. She would still be having the worst day. And so she calls up, you know, she gets packed into Jack on the plane. And it's like, hey, Jack? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, I'm in prison for murder. And he's like, uh, all right. Yeah, we'll get someone to send. We'll we'll send someone. He's to not paying attention because he's busy doing like the ADHD thing that I do, where I'm watching TV at the same time, and I can only pay attention to one conversation at a time. So he's like, "Yeah, yeah, honey, honey, give me a second. You've been arrested for murder. Okay, give me two seconds." And then he's saying to the translator, "What's Nina saying?" Yeah. And and Nina and this is while Nina is talking to the witness to her contact, who she then kills. Uh, so he's like, we, we she's stand, like, we, uh, we stand Nina is we doing, stand a queen. No, Nina says that she's doing, doing a Palmer tactic of a big racism. Um, she says she's going to extraordinarily rendition a five-year-old. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's just being generally fucked currently, King. Um, go back to your daughter. I'll report if there are any changes. And like. And eventually Jack's like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll get someone, we'll get someone to come and, in. And um, Kim come said, and get you. but Kim says, oh, just make sure that they don't take um, the kid back to LA. And the sheriff is like, yeah, but why? Yeah. And she's like, I know, like, listen, I know your dad works for CTU because I checked, bitch. Well, well, no, she, uh, he, what do you know? Well, no. When, when, uh, when she asks him originally to contact CTU, he's like, okay, I'll call the FBI. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll call the FBI. I don't think we ever could have realized quite how right we were that we'd stumbled upon, you know. Yeah. The hook. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then the operator in, on the, um, the car's radio basically says, like, I can't get through to the FBI because their lines are unusually busy. So he's like, fine, I'll fucking call CTU, this fucking stupid. Yeah, so, but she says, uh, oh, you, well, you can't tell anyone, but... There's a new, uh, uh, there's a rookie vessel. Who did it mom? Yeah, it, it rhymes. It rhymes with it, it rhymes with um, atomic gom. Mm. Wait, wait, no, no, that's too obvious. Um, atomic bomb. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and and yeah, but it doesn't matter because uh, meanwhile the uh, the journo uh, who has been hiding in uh, who's been like Palmer's security stuff have been playing bully with. Uh, has escaped and is busy telling everyone anyway. Yes. He, he took the deal to stay quiet and then he just said everything. <laughs> he was like, ha ha. Uh, wait, wait, you can't lie. Uh, um, but also something else that we should say is that Palmer's military aid guy uh, ordered an evacuation of military personnel oh, yeah, from Los like, Angeles. Yeah, yeah, Sherry, yeah, Sherry told um, David that. But yeah, it's... There's definitely something funny going on. You know, that does actually mostly encapsulate um, what's gone on, except, I guess, to say that George Mason... Oh, we didn't... Did we, did we go into how ridiculous... Palmer is basically saying, don't evacuate anyone. Oh, no, well, yeah, he's saying... Palmer is saying, um, focus all of our resources on prevention. Rather than evacuation. Yeah. So that's a... He, Just because it's funny. Yeah. Um, 
He, he's still confident that they can prevent it entirely while, while everyone else is just going, no, 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 it's probably going to happen. Uh, but yeah, so George Mason... 93% chance of it going off. And Palmer is banking on this one dude... Palmer has played XCOM. ...that he can drive to Rampage hard enough. Like he, he's, he, he's seen that guy in person. He saw him throw a brick of C6 explosives... In a phone. Yeah. Um, he do be hurling that phone pretty hard, but it, also, like, come on. Like, any president would order an evacuation at this point. There's no... I mean, it's an American president, that, That's, actually, that's yeah. not just any president. This is President Mailwife. Yeah. Uh, but... You, yeah, so then we have George Mason, who, um, at this point, the radiation sickness is making it look like he's got some real nasty airsoft bruises. It really does, uh, yeah. And he tries calling his son. Oh, yeah. Uh, his son, he's also a George of the Jungle impersonator in his spare time. There's so many dudes that look like that in this show. Yeah, yeah so um, George of the Jungle 2. Yeah. Uh, and he, his son doesn't want to talk to him because he's busy. Is George of the Jungle his yeah. son? I'm Googling this. He does in George of the Jungle 2. Yeah, what's... Uh, um, George... Of the well, jungle. His son's work. Son. Well, his son is working at a food truck and doesn't want to talk. So he just has him arrested and brought in, uh, specifically to tell him that he's he's dying. And then he gives him his secret. <laughs> then he gives him his secret crime bank account. Unfortunately, George of the Jungle's son is called George of the Jungle Junior. Uh, and who, and <laughs> who, who, who is he betrayed by? Uh, Sorry, so George of the Jungle's son? Or... Uh, yes, he was portrayed by the... Uh... Oh, I think you said betrayed by... Oh, yes, he was betrayed. Oh, my God. That he's He appears in George of the Jungle 1? Apparently. My God, we're going to have to... Well, I guess we know what we're doing. By for, two but... different guys. Oh, yeah, but, you know, when it's, like, very young kids, it's twins. Mm. Um, so remember, like, way back in the first episode, Jack Bauer tranquilizes his... Like, George Mason becomes tranquilizer boss mm. because Jack Bauer is looking at all of his secret crime accounts. Yes. Yeah, he then just gives them to his son. Yeah, he gives all of the money from his secret crime accounts to his son. Which is nice. Yeah, because he says that he's dying. Yeah. But to get his son there, he has him arrested. Like, full-on arrest. Because he doesn't want to come and talk to his dad because his dad's a piece of shit. Male bonding is difficult. Mm. It's... It, it it can be hard to navigate. I I do mail bonding via Grinder, so I really think it's not that bad. Yeah, as as Betsy made no bonding. Oh, mail bonding. Oh, bonding. Yeah, oh, not not right. not bondage. Okay. Um, well, we now we we have to work out how how Nina and you know the less important people survive that that plane crash. Um, oh, I I. I This show, at this point, is one more fucked racism line from having me on an MI5 watch list. But uh, I am screaming at the TV. Look, I, I cannot tell you how loud and angry I have been. Well, um, I have to say this. At no point has Jesse complained that, that too little has been happening. No, too much is happening, and all of it's racist. We... We are now at the point where, for me, truly the game has begun. Though mm. I, I think, I think Jack has been. Well, he he does. He looks like he has twice the volume of blood in his body that a normal human being should. Oh, he's purple. So yes. I'm. I think he's about to start bringing out the Danets. Uh, oh, he's gonna go three guns, Bower. And 
All I'll say is that uh, I think this is going to be when I start to when I start to try and get the the shot per damage. Oh no, you're going to die. Well, we. I think I think to be killed by Jack Bell would be a uh, would be quite the adventure. Mm. So until next time, uh, just how you if you're going to racially profile somebody, try and do it right. Yeah, that's our sign off. Toodaloo. Bye.